Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're in Matthew 13, but before we get started there, let's go ahead and uh, go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you've done and thank you that you're the creator of all and yet you love us. You love me. You care about me. You truly do love me. And I don't have to earn your grace or your mercy. It's been freely given. So, Father, I pray that today as we read, may we understand what you want us to know. May may your Holy Spirit speak to us, and may our hearts and our spirits and our minds be prepared to receive the message. May it be something um, that is all you and nothing of me, and that you would be the one who's honored and glorified. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, in chapter 13, it's it's just the chapter of parables. There's a lot there. And one of the elements here is that Jesus goes out and he gets in a, he's, he's sitting by the ocean or by the sea and he goes out and the huge crowd is there. So he steps inside a boat and the place where he's, where he's uh, sitting by the sea, it's called the Cove of Parables. It was a horseshoe shaped cove that had remarkable acoustics. Anywhere from five to 7,000 people could fit just along the beach with twice that many could easily fill a hillside. A person sitting at the uh, very top of the hill could hear a speaker stand, standing on the beach, even though they couldn't hardly see him. So Jesus has come. He knows that there's going to be all these people and they want to hear from him. So he's picked just the right spot in order to speak to all of them so they can hear. So with that, let's go and get started in chapter 13, verse 1. The same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came up and ate it. Some fell on rocky places where it did did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed among the th- was other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let him hear. The disciples came to him and asked, "Why do you speak to the people in parables?" He replied, Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will, whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken away from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will Be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For the people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. So it all comes back to the people. Remember, Jesus says, said last chapter, Come to me, all who are wary. He's not the one that's keeping them from understanding. It's us with our hearts 
that are, are calloused, our eyes that won't be opened, our ears that are stopped. Verse 16, blessed, blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground offers or refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no, no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. You know, I've, I've heard this many times throughout my life, and for me, I feel like I've actually been that person in each one of those examples except for this last one I feel like I've been a person who heard the word but then it was just snatched away I've been the person who who had very short roots very minimal roots in fact the day that I accepted the Christ then very next day or week at school because I was fairly young I was at school and someone said, oh, I, I saw you go forward. So are you a Christian? I said, no, 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 no. So instantly my roots were very shallow and they didn't hold. Then there was the person who had it and, but their, their vision of who they were and the wealth and whatnot, the deceitfulness of wealth. I find that just to be a really interesting comment or description. I've been blessed by God had some some money and started to think that it was me and not God and therefore I fell. So I feel like so many times I I can see myself in my transition in my life through these parables and I wonder where I actually stand with God sometimes. And that's just part of this journey, right? Verse 24. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed, we sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go out and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Many have said this is a parable of um, of today, of, of the world, where the church, the kingdom church is, is growing up and then there's also the, the non. And when the final um, judgment is, is done, the people will be separated between the wheat and the chaff. And the unfortunately, the, the chaff will go into the fire. Verse 31. 
He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all the way through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So fulfilled what was, writ- what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Verse 36. Then the crowd, then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the, is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they, they will weed out his kingdom, everything that causes sin, and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of, the, of their Father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The kingdom of the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure, is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant finding, looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, of fish, full, the fishermen pulled it on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. <clears throat> yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. Verse 53. When Jesus had finished these parables, he moved on from there. Coming to his hometown, he began teaching the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. (laughs) But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own town and in his own home. And And he did not do many miracles there because of the lack of faith. So, it's a pretty long chapter with a lot of parables. And I think I'm just going to end it here. And let's go to God with a quick prayer of thanks. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. We're grateful for who you are and that you love us. And I just pray for your Holy Spirit to open our hearts and our minds and our spirits. And may we understand truly what you want us to know. 
we're grateful for this nation. We're grateful for our family and our friends. And I just lift up this time to you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.